Thank you for choosing Macabre today. Please remain seated and strap in during the duration of this episode. It's going to be a bumpy ride, and we hope you enjoy your time with us. And remember, listener discretion is advised. No problem, but we forgot to hit record. So we chatted for three hours, and <laughs> it was a good hangout. Practice just run, you know. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Well, it's your lead today, friend. It is. It is my lead. And I can't believe we made it here. But we're on episode V. V is for Vikings this uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excited. And I, I'm excited to share. And I, I do want to give a little bit of a heads up. I don't want to disappoint anybody. I know this is a huge topic and people just really love Vikings in general. Um, this stemmed from L uh, way back in the summertime when we had L is for lycanthropy. Um, I purposefully did not talk about berserkers because I knew we would talk about them later. So this episode, I wanted <clears throat> I wanted to focus more on berserkers. Um, and in the process, because there is a very long history with Vikings <clears throat> and how they have impacted uh, the world, it was hard to break it down. Yeah, <laughs> into I feel a... like you could probably do multiple episodes on oh, Vikings. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you could have a whole podcast on podcast. Vikings if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I, I kind of also stayed away from pretty huge historical events also. We're just going to kind of go over some really gruesome facts about them today fun yay oh yeah yes you're gonna need it it's gonna get real weird in here <laughs> is that an adult uh, beverage or just a regular beverage uh it is an adult beverage today oh, um yes i highly That's recommend truly. the truly it's a celebration limited edition and this one is cranberry cheers and the whole box is amazing it's got like peach rosé cranberry um a citrus sparkler they're just they taste like new year's eve they're it's, festive they're festive I took, I took your advice the last time you suggested it and i yes cranberry is actually my favorite in the pack mine too it's really it's good. So rosé is good, good but the cranberry yeah. is yes delicious. It is. I love it. Again, for new listeners, this is not, truly does not sponsor us whatsoever. If they want to, that's totally fine. Uh, How can we make that happen? (laughs) You don't even need to pay us. Yeah. Just send us truly truly at this point. We need it. Speaking of new listeners, I don't think we've ever done this before, and we probably should start based on what we've been seeing, but if you're new, welcome. Welcome. Welcome in. (laughs) Yeah, we're happy to have you, and we hope you like it. Uh, We do get a little weird here, as you've probably seen with all of the explicit uh, stamps on our stuff, but you know what? Uh, We're here to have fun, and that's what everyone else is here for, too, so we hope you have fun as well in this Hopefully, will be a good episode for you to start in on. You want to hear these hype notes? Yes, always. Uh, they're they're not uh, they're not stacking up for me this week, but 
Hopefully you get a little bit of a giggle out of it. Seafaring, raiding, pirating, pillaging, trading, berserking. For three centuries, these people were freaking busy. This culture was rich with blood and brutality, but that's the only sliver of the beginning. Join us today as we talk about what it actually means to be a Viking. And we both have Viking blood, so... We do. Even though it was kind of weird, I got a little... (laughs) Mine is huge. Oh, yours is? Okay. (laughs) 50%. I'm primarily Scottish, so... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. See, I, I always thought, for a long time growing up, I really thought it was just straight down the middle. I was half Norwegian, half German... And then I found out in later years that on the German side, I also have Swedish and English and French. Um, I know that, well, how we connect anyway is on my (laughs) Norwegian side. Yeah, exactly. We're distant cousins related to an author. Who fucking knew? It's just wild. We... We're gonna nerd so hard during the origin episode. It's not the origin episode is gonna be like four hours long. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I found out that I I had more Scandinavian in me than I thought, which I'm not surprised, um, and I'm okay with it because we have carried some of these traditions on in my family, and it's it's really fun. Hopefully but not I digress. No, definitely not. We would hope not. But sometimes when I get angry, I wonder. (laughs) Don't feed me whiskey. The Viking Viking comes out. out. (laughs) Um, But we digress. We need to talk about what it actually means to be a Viking. Because I think a lot of people just really get it really wrong. Vikings. mm, All right. It's really difficult to describe them, and it's really difficult to actually like get a really good definition. It's difficult, but we're going to try it. The most simple term we can use in definition is a Viking in a modern word of use for people. Okay? It's a people. It's a social act. It's actually not a race of people. We have to remember that going forward. Vikings are not a race of people. In fact, they came from other parts of the world eventually because we'll talk about this too, but Vikings traveled quite a bit around the world and they picked up things as they went and they kind of incorporated some of those things into their own culture. Um, So remember, they're not a race of people. Viking was a social act, which is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, like being a metalhead. It's a lifestyle. Um, They were barbarians, though. (laughs) I I didn't choose the Viking lifestyle. It chose me. The Viking chose me. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, uh, a lot of people like to think that, oh, they had some redeeming factors and qualities. I guess we all do. But when you talk about what we're going to talk about today, they were barbarians for sure. Uh, We don't want to give them a, we don't want to give them more sugar than what they probably deserve because they were pretty fucking nuts. Um, So 
now that we know that Vikingism, I guess, was a social act and not a race of people, let's talk about what it meant to do the the not the deed. That sounds really wrong, <laughs> but <laughs> but to be this thing. Um, seafaring was basically what defined them as a as a people who did the Viking thing. Um, it really that sums them up for the most part they love the sea and they know how to fucking master it too as we'll talk a little bit about the long ships um but these seafarers did originally stem from scandinavia and from their spread throughout the world um, including places like other parts of europe the middle east north africa it's pretty wild um that and we'll we'll kind of touch on this too but if you look into some of the things that you see in their culture you will also see that it has kind of residual effects from other cultures that they have come across so it's kind of nice in that sense but when you think about all the pillaging they did so let's talk about that from the late part of the 8th century through the 11th century they raided and they traded and that's just not all that they did uh, they were explorers, travelers, like I was saying, they they went through Europe, the Mediterranean, Africa, the Middle East, Greenland, North America, and much more, let me tell you. And Leif Erikson, you might recognize that name, was a very popular and famous Viking now and back then. He was a major seafarer. He landed in North America around the year 1000. 500 years before that lumber fucker from episode S, I might add. If you know, you know. If you don't, if you're new, you can go back and listen. Just tread with caution. There's a lot of llama fucker talk. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the party. <laughs> uh, but needless to say, even though they were a pretty curious people, they loved to travel and explore. They had their hangups. They were pretty ruthless. But here's something that we have to remember. So was everyone else at this time. And as far as we know right now, with what we've been discovering and written records, Vikings were actually not on the more severe level of ruthless at this point, actually. They were mainstream ruthless, just like everyone else. So it just goes to show you how bad that time frame was in history. Uh, pretty brutal all around. Yeah, I mean, you think about free all the royalty stuff, but like, yeah, that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All times. Exactly. I mean, when we talked about Vlad the Impaler, I mean, he was no worse than the neighbor next door trying to also yeah. steal the throne from him. You know, uh, it was just a weird ass time, very bloodthirsty time. Um, people were just nuts. I mean, uh, I mean, we've gotten better over time in some ways, but ooh, you think about how brutal people were. So we talk about them in that sense. They're really brutal, but they were known for more than that, obviously, but their particular culture was one that influenced the world over and it forever changed European history. And 
it's left a lasting impact even today. I mean, we're seeing resurgence with the show, um, styles. Um, you see a lot of dudes on social media. They're like, yeah, I got that Viking look going on. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, have, it's everywhere. Have you seen the lumberjack guy? Yes. <laughs> the, the Viking yeah. looking lumberjack guy that just walks around in yeah. pajama pants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. There's a oh, lot of that. Buddy. I mean, you know. You do you. I can I can respect the, the look, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I definitely am supportive of the Viking look. <laughs> I I will admire, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 talked about a little bit like, okay, they have a rich culture, but why was it so rich? Well, they were very hardworking people. I mean, you could kind of, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, you can tell, but, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were very hardworking, okay? Uh, they were rich because they stole a bunch of Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's why. And I, yeah, they were hard at work, you know, the, the pillaging and the... <laughs> Yeah, um, they did have, an, uh, I mean, you'll, you're probably not going to be surprised at all, but uh, they had a slightly different home life than, you know, the life that they led abroad. They're kind of a, a farmer in the streets, raider <laughs> in the sheets, so to speak, you know? Uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Just like trying to film, oh, man. But no, for real, like, can you imagine? Just like you go out and do all this stuff, and then you come home and you're like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go pick some beans now." <laughs> I'm just picking them beans. Yeah. Oh, I do. I don't know. Uh, it's just like you're gonna go home and farm. That's cool. Um. So because <laughs> because being a Viking wasn't just restricted to scandinavia after a while uh there were people from other cultural backgrounds that had joined in on this so uh life was pretty interesting um and we'll talk about this a little bit more later but they were very much a religious people uh they did a lot of well rituals and sacrifices um just not uh not what you might be thinking. It was a little bit more brutal than that. Uh, real true sacrifices, but we'll get there. So it's said that Vikings that came from the area of Scandinavia, we know today as Norway, were the ones that traveled the furthest out for the sake of exploring. So it might have been that sect of Vikings that actually were doing a lot of the. Uh, findings in new places because remember they're all over the place and that was before there were distinct country lines so they're from everywhere <laughs> um they were craftsmen who when they had the hankering would go on a rampage uh, they were good at striking fear in the hearts of many. In fact, England at the time said that they were, they literally called them a punishment from God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But man, were they beautiful. They were oh, quite man. hygienic. <laughs> For the most part, they were pretty hygienic. More hygienic than 
a lot of probably other like, people in that day. I say probably a lot more so than a lot of the commoners and mm-hmm. yeah. They had their they they washed and bathed once a week, even combing their hairs and people hit their hairs. Wow, all right, what the you hell? Gotta you gotta comb, <laughs> gotta all comb the hairs. The, hairs. <laughs> <laughs> the upstairs hairs, the downstairs hairs. <laughs> <laughs> I always turn into like a, I mean, no offense, but uh, prepubescent, I don't know, teenager. We'll just go with that. Like whenever we do shows. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. There's no judgment here. They had some really uh, nice beards, though. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I like to think so. I like to imagine. That right. that yeah. <laughs> Watch like in real life, though, they're probably like... You know, <laughs> Giant bush face. <laughs> yeah, it could be, it could be. I mean, they braided. You know, we do know that. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, a lot of they got talked about a lot sometimes when it came to their hygiene. They're like, oh my gosh, they comb their hair every day. It's like, what? Oh, you know, it just goes to show the hygiene of the time, right? Not good. They're probably oh, gossiping no. about that as they're dumping the shit out their windows, you know. Um, active rats coming in and biting somebody in the ass. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, they also, I mean, we we definitely have to put out there that they were big ship lovers. I know we just talked about shit. I meant ships as in a P right now. We're talking about ships, the ones on the sea. <laughs> the, um, the, the boats on the sea. <laughs> We're not spooping today. <laughs> they don't know At least not spooping. yet. They don't know about spooping. They don't Only know. They just, know yeah, spooping. exactly. Shout out to all of our friends over there. Um, they'll know. They'll yeah. know what's up. Uh, they They might actually be spooping later, though, when we talk about one of these nasty things um but oh it's it's bad um they love ships um they were absolute masters at crafting them as well um they were known as the fastest on the sea at that point they just they had a knack for it um honestly they were buried in ships also (laughs) i mean they their their ships were their life yeah um so, and we'll talk a little bit about that because this was a discovery that was made not too long ago, but um, we'll save that one for a hot second because it's kind of interesting to see what they were buried with. But um, we might ask ourselves, we talked about, all right, 8th century to 11th century, but when did it really start and what happened? What what really caused the Viking Age to really start up? Well, in 1793, they decided to go and attack a monastery in England. Um, it would be the Lindisfarne Monastery. And that really, really set some shit off. Uh, and that's when the fear really started going into the hearts of the people because um, the Vikings were only going to escalate from there. Um, And where it ended was, it was basically, the end came when King Harold Harderar, oh, 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 that was horrible, boop-a-doop-a-doop, back up, Uh, King Harold Hardrada, 
uh, who was a Viking king, was killed in battle. Um, it was the Stamford Bridge Battle of 1066. So they had quite the long range. And I mean, to be honest with the Vikings, were they really going to fade out of existence without a fight? Probably not. Um, the Vikings, not only were they pillaging and all that stuff, they also made and founded a lot of cities around Europe and colonized, um, one of which was actually Dublin. Oh, wow. I did not know that. So they just, they were, they were around. They wanted to do shit. They were very busy people and they didn't want to slow down. <laughs> um, so they were in love with their ships. Let's come back to this now. They were so much in love with their ships that they got buried in them. They, they loved them. Like probably could have and wanted to marry them if they could have because their ships were their lives. Um, because that was their main transportation for all of their raiding and traveling and trading. Um, the ship burials were quite rich. Um, based on some more recent archaeological discoveries, um, these people, these very prominent people, would not only be buried in their ships, but all of their possessions and their clothes, jewelry, livestock. Wow. And even people. I knew it was similar to like how the Egyptians, mm -hmm. the mummies and all their belongings. And I, I had heard at one point that, is it true that sometimes spouses or mistresses were basically like sacrificed? Yes. Along with them? Ugh. Yes. Um, oftentimes if they were married or if it was a lover... Um, they had multiple lovers and spouses sometimes, so it would be the favorite was oh, chosen. <laughs> and can you imagine being in that room if there's like 10 of you and they're like, uh, you're the favorite. Ooh, was, no, you're the yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah. I'm the favorite. I you are always the six favorite. months. <laughs> yeah. Girl, he's been in your room every Tuesday for the last seven years. <laughs> you're the favorite. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can just, like, can you imagine the real housewives of Valhalla? Of Valhalla. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. We should make that. That'd be hilarious. Be like, yeah, it won't be me being sacrificed. She was definitely the favorite. Um, <laughs> same goes with slaves, too. Um, we'll talk about a little bit more about that just briefly, but they they were slave owners. I mean, nobody's probably surprised. They did a lot of pillaging and stuff like that, and they took people with them, but they would sacrifice their slaves oh, no. um, if, they, if their masters had died, and that was their release because it was their job, even after death, to go before the person who died to set their journey for them. And I would be like, go fuck yourself. Those, I mean, yeah, not not as, no. not as if those slaves had it bad enough. Like mm -hmm. What they would have gone through. Exactly. Leading up to that. But then it's like, oh. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And it makes you wonder, too, because um, they took slaves from literally every place they pillaged. And when you 
kind of learn about them kind of taking these cultural aspects from places that they've been, aka raided, it makes you wonder if that the reason for the influence was because of the slaves that they brought back. And mm. that that was part of because they they did play favorites, you know. I mean, they did with anything anyway. Everybody did. But um, when it came to the grouping, they would just choose whoever. And they took some of them as lovers also. We're going to get into that also. Um, it's not funny, but it's kind of like, it's like, really? You're dumb. Um, moments <laughs> of um, taking slaves. There, There is an incident um, which will kind of not necessarily debunk a like stereotype with barbarians but enhance it because they're dumb but anyway we'll get there um (laughs) so let's go back to uh, a little bit more just weird facts about the vikings and their culture um they did live by their religion as we we spoke about before um and as many know it would be the belief in odin the all-father and all of the gods and goddesses that come with that they were a huge storytelling culture um and for many many years their culture and their stories were only ever oral they weren't ever documented until like i think it was like well, it was at least hundreds of years. I think it was like 200 years or so after the fact is when they started documenting the stories that they would tell. Um, but they were a huge story people um, and greatly influenced by those tales. And poetry was a huge part of their culture as well. Um, the kings, the Viking kings would have a royal poet in their house. Um, really interesting women actually had more power in the viking culture as well um which i mean you you hear that sometimes with studies that come out about whether or not they really did or not but there is proof of this now um they had the right to divorce they would also inherit all of the property if their spouse did pass away they had legal protection for sexual harassment and women were very respected as head of household especially when a bunch of the dudes went out to pillage and all that mm-hmm. stuff and that's not just, it's ugh, it's not to say that uh there weren't women vikings that would go on these raids as well it's just that the people who stayed home had their rights um they have it's so hard to like put them in a little box, but because they really do have a very complicated history and they brought a ton of different cultural things to other countries and cultures. So I guess that was a great thing, but also they had slaves. They did all of this, the bad shit also. So, I mean, take it or leave it. They probably did way worse than they did better, but (laughs) Um, they're, Military outposts were also their trading markets, so they were very multi-purpose people. Uh, you know, the farmer in the streets, raiding in the sheets kind of mentality. Um, there's a lot that just went on with the Vikings that 
is just crazy. But speaking of crazy, uh, why don't we talk about those berserkers that we keep yes. teasing about? <laughs> so we're going to unload all that now. I'll stop teasing you because I've been teasing you since the L episode. <laughs> <laughs> and this is nuts. And there is debate continuing today about the uh, component like the, in which. Like the truth of all of it. Yes. Yes. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. They can yeah. prove that berserkers did exist. Right. What they can't prove necessarily, they can only speculate at this point because they haven't found enough evidence, but in the way they got to that state. Yeah. Um, there is one mushroom that they think was the reason for how they got there, and they knew that, and at the time it was considered like a, a religious item, mm -hmm. but now they're talking it might have been like a hen's bane. So, what, yeah, there's, who knows, like, because they have similar side effects, but one of them kind of leans more towards the symptoms than the other does. So, um, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, what is a berserker? The closest English translation that we can get is bear shirt. It's a bear shirt. Um... These berserkers were a chaotic group of Viking warriors that worshipped Odin. They were sometimes bodyguards, actually, for nobles. Or they were, in their spare time, the ultimate fear factor tactic in battle. <laughs> they weren't necessarily the farmer in the streets, uh, raider in the sheets. I don't think you'd want them in your sheets or in your farm. So, um, the word... <laughs> That'd be horrible. Ugh. Uh, the word berserk in the English language actually derives from these mad warriors, and that's exactly how impactful they were in the time. Um, in battle, the reason why it translates to bear shirt is they were wearing animal skins and uh, not much else. They actively developed the werewolf legends in Europe during that time, and it just stemmed from there. The stories just grew. Um, now it's said that they wore bear skins, wolf skins. There's debate on a couple other ones, but those are the main two. Um, and that they took on the spirit of those animals through ritual beforehand. The, um, and it, the, like the stuff that they wore too, typically included like the head of animals as well, right? Yes. In like sync, like taxidermy style. Yep. Like head would be over their head. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yep. About that? I think I remember seeing some photos or like illustrations or something, not photos, obviously. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Imagine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have iPhones back then. People. No. <laughs> but oh, but yeah. I did. Yeah, what if they did? Ooh, ooh, I can't imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, even we're talking about pictures and images. Can you just imagine being oh, on the no. other side of the field, just knowing that that's coming at you? Yeah. Oh no. Um, yeah, because they were. I mean, they were berserk. I mean, <laughs> um, it was like a fear and intimidation tactic too, right? And I'm sure. Like, yes. Being that they. Had the tradition of 
you know, their oral way of passing down stories and like they would want that stuff to get out to mm-hmm. instill fear and definitely enemies. Exactly. Enemies. They were loud and they were proud. They yeah, they definitely wanted the word to spread. They wanted to be as scary as humanly possible or unhumanly in this case. Yeah. Um <laughs> anything that they could do to strike the fear in the hearts, you know. Um so why was it that they were, you know, how, how were they acting? Well, I mean, they were just fucking nuts. Uh they were in this frenzied trance when they went into battle and it would we'll talk about it in a little bit, but it would affect them outside of the battle also. And in order to get into that state, yeah, really weird. Um, they were not trusted by their own people and they could not be trusted in their own communities because they were known to kill their own people. I mean, yeah, they could not, um, differentiate the faces. I mean, it, bodies were bodies to them it it was that much of a frenzy um they were known to howl like animals they would bite their shields and they could kill another person with one blow which if you think at the time that's yeah either way even now it's like holy shit um allegedly they couldn't be killed by fire or edged weapons but do you know what could kill him? A club. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, a club. Not fire, not a, a edged weapon, but a club. It seems kind of well, weird. Well, it kind of makes sense to me, though, because if they were protected by a thick fur and skin of an animal, mm-hmm. uh, it might be more of a challenge for a like a sword or something like that to pierce that versus if you're going to beat somebody to death, like (laughs) one really good forceful blow is going to be more impactful than like, yeah, that kind of makes sense to me actually. Yeah. Now that you said it that way, it totally makes sense to me too. Cause before I was like a club, really? Yeah. (laughs) A, A club with a lot of force. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see it now. That makes so much more sense, especially with like how the Peld is treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's said that it was a respected occupation of sorts, actually, and it would actually become a family business. So you were respected, but <laughs> you couldn't be trusted. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're going to respect you out of courtesy just so you don't mess with us. Yeah. Uh, So do you go into more detail on, like, the process of becoming a berserker? Yes. And all that? Yeah. 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 Um, And that's kind of where the the plants come into place. Because it seems like this was a really, like, it was a fucking process to get into the state, too. Um, Which makes you wonder, because... I feel like some of their battles were pretty spontaneous sometimes. Like they were, were probably all... always high. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> I would believe it. Like, <laughs> kind of like meth addicts. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's terrible to say, but like, but, that's kind of what I yeah. think the level of like craziness um, when people are really deep into that. 
right and exactly and yeah exactly and like especially when i learned that it was kind of like a family business of sorts it's like can you imagine being in that fucking family like oh man i guess they were berserking in the sheets but i just like holy shit uh i can't imagine that especially when you we're gonna talk about you know we we already talked about like how they were in that state and like what's like what it means to be in the nope um so let's talk about that aspect of it um there are few documented ways to get into berserker mode of course because everything was passed down and known orally um but it is believed that it was a certain psychedelic mushroom that was or a mind-altering plant or by certain rituals and meditations or a mixture of all three Hmm. um but it is believed that it people do still lean more towards the um mushroom aspect of it along with doing some of the rituals um, and getting into a meditated state um it's said that when they were getting into berserker mode they would get body chills shakes chattering teeth face swelling and redness it was then that the rage would come out when they started turning red uh and apparently when the rage would break they would be super exhausted and emotionally numb for days sometimes not even registering that there were people around them like they were the the coming off the high was apparently really hard um and i can't imagine how their health was either you know um the blood pressure man i i'm sure it was through the roof <laughs> um <laughs> In some accounts, it says that they didn't bleed much if they were hit, um, which kind of leads you to believe like it might have been a substance thing. Um, some scholars have theorized that berserkers actually took henbane, um, but that plant doesn't account for all of the factors and behaviors that we discussed just now with what it was to become a berserker and the side effects. So. They can't really say that it was more that than the mushroom. Um, there's a lot of mystery when it comes to the berserkers, but it is for certain that they were very real, they were very pissed, and they were very scary. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, the berserkers were not the scariest thing to come out of Viking culture. Well, could that be debated? We'll see. We'll see what you think by the end of this episode. I don't think that they're the scariest. I think some of the rituals are more terrifying. Oh, than some of the tortures that they did. I, I, I would absolutely. More in that direction. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am with you in that boat. The tortures and the rituals. Some of them were way, way worse. Um, when it comes to the brutality, Vikings definitely got an A plus plus with extra credit on top. Um, it's about to get really dark. So, as always, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Listen, a discretion is always, always, always advised. Um, it was a fact that European women, here we are with the, the weird thing I brought up earlier, 
were abducted and taken back to Scandinavia a lot during the Viking Age. So that's not a stereotype. That's a fucking fact. And this is why it's not funny, but in a way it's like, you guys are just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This wasn't just because the Vikings felt like it, but because the male to female ratio was so out of whack due to the fact that there was a major, major cultural normality when it came to female infanticide that took place Mm. in their culture. And that's because of specific rituals with their religion. Wow. Yes. Um, So they killed off their own women as babies uh and then stole a bunch of women from Europe. Yes. Yep. All because of rituals. Um, Well, not, I shouldn't say all of it was because of rituals, but there was a particular ritual that required a lot of sacrifice, which included female infants. Um, But there was a lot of human sacrifice in general. Now, this goes to just everything that we've talked about on this podcast for the most part. Um, We kind of have to take that with a grain of salt also, because some of that is true, but some of it may or may not be exaggerated. Because at this time, they were so feared that other cultures would start their own stories about the vikings so how much of it is true what's exaggerated we do know for a fact though that that did happen and that um in order to uh keep up the population they just decided to uh go abduct women in other countries so <sighs> the logic anyway uh <laughs> the viking uh, medicinery was really crude, to say the least. Uh, often, the blood of the wounded would be tasted first before being treated, because Gross. it was said that you could taste the severity of the wound. Ew. Uh-huh. Can you imagine that? No. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Gross. Uh-huh. I don't want to either. Blah, blah, blah. It's a little... It's a little tenny to me. <laughs> Are you getting enough red meat there, Henrik? If you taste cheese, there's a major problem. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gross. Oh, it's a little too <laughs> salty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and it, it only like escalates from here. Oh, um, no. I know. Um, In the 10th century, Viking men would file and dye their teeth. Um, Some evidence has been found where teeth have horizontal lines filed into the front two. Um, And also, which I find really intriguing in this, I think there are some folklore stories that kind of relate to this too, but I find it very interesting. incisors and canines have also been discovered as sharpened and painted red Hmm. viking vampires uh definitely scary i mean they're scary right af anyways but right add in the sharpened dyed teeth right will look like they've been 
you know. Exactly. And it makes for specific purposes. Right. And it makes you wonder what kind of status they held. I'm I'm assuming it would have been uh, an upper class warrior of sorts. Maybe one of these is an evidence of a berserker. Who knows? Um, but scholars believe that this was actually picked up from cultures of North American people at the time uh, that they traveled here. And that they brought that back to their culture. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um so we kind of talked about this before, but just kind of going back in that brutality scale, uh, if you were a slave of the Vikings, you were most likely to be sacrificed when uh the person that got you died. So if you were a male literate monk slave, they wouldn't save your ass. Uh in fact, you'd probably be castrated. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sacrifices, Vikings had a lot of religious rituals, as we've been hinting at this entire time, but many of which involve sacrifices of animals and humans, and sometimes at the same time. Uh, they would paint themselves in the blood of the sacrificed. Uh, Vikings were riddled with infections and parasitic worms. Awfully do, yeah, exactly. Um, they are suspecting that most of that had to do with their poorly cooked meat, um, which I find very odd. But I mean, yeah. you think of the time frame in history too. It, I guess that would make sense. There was a lot of disease going around for a lot of reasons. Um, Did they eat the meat raw as part of ritual, though? Because of, I like, could definitely blood. see that. It seems like, yeah, because the bathing in blood and like that would, you know, make sense. I guess yeah. if they were doing right. that. Right. Exactly. That would make complete sense to me. Um, ugh. Yeah. Imagine all of the stuff rare. they picked up from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the phrase you hear sometimes at the restaurant. I'd like it if you can cook it so it's still mooing. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I like no! the medium rare. I'm good with that. I just I want this center to be warm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a well done person. No, don't say it. I know, I know, I know. I didn't want to say it. That it's out in the open. I can't take it, it back. I know. That's why I'm if I go to a restaurant, room. I never order steak because I can hear the you don't want to be judged. chef yelling in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I had a bad experience as a kid. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, um, I get that. But it was... Yeah. <laughs> I'm a texture person also. Um, oh. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's like a trauma re-traumatized you. <laughs> I was having flashbacks for a hot second. It's okay. <laughs> I saw it in your face. <laughs> oh. Ooh, yeah. That, that's a macabre story for another time, for sure. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> we're gonna get uh real weird here if you've heard of cockfights it's about to get interesting but coming all the way from the icelandic commonwealth is horse fights just what? screw screw the cockfights it's horse fights now right. uh yeah <laughs> i was like trying to picture it in my head when i was researching this and i was like fights so apparently um spectators would watch as two horses fought to the death proving 
that the horse that survived had the strength worthy to do Viking things. How do you get a you horse just... to fight to the death? I don't exactly. understand that. Neither do I. I feel like there was some coaxing involved, maybe. You know, maybe some it, drugs yeah, or something. Exactly. Also, do you just have a surplus of horses? Yeah. Like, and also maybe it was kind of a... <laughs> not to be punny but like kill two birds with one stone in a sense like oh we're already doing this ritual we have to sacrifice a horse so let's have a horse fight you know yeah i don't know but it, yeah pretty crazy i'm like uh horse fight so that that was a thing uh a viking killing you wasn't enough actually also we're gonna go back into just the brutality uh besides animals um they wouldn't just kill you they would also mutilate your body after as well mm. and sometimes they would start before you, you were dead yeah 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 are you gonna uh, talk about the one thing that i think you're gonna talk about i think i think ribs uh-huh uh-huh okay yep okay. yep I've been building. Oh, <laughs> I've been building yeah. to it because I, I feel like that's probably like one of the worst. Yes, I think yeah. that's probably the worst. Uh, I literally got nauseous when I was researching that also. Oh, yeah, I had to quit for a hot second because I found a documentation. There was like an old uh, reference in one book that went into detail because, well, we'll get there. But that specific method was only used for like royals and like higher ups so that is also pretty brutal but um another weird brut brutal fact uh, a fun pastime for vikings when they weren't pillaging and being heathens was well violent sports which often led to death or at minimum really 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 injured um okay we've we've learned a lot about the vikings today we've learned some pretty uh interesting crazy shit like normal but um we really can't really go any further in this episode without talking about some uh more brutality so as a people they had wonderful imaginations but that too was tainted we couldn't do this, like I said, without talking about the one torture that I'm sure some of you are aware of. Um, but first, let's talk about, because I like to tease, let's talk about the fatal walk. <laughs> we, we're not coming to the, the most gruesome one just yet, but this one's pretty bad, too. Do you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? I know yeah. where going with this. Yeah, I do. So... The fatal walk is where the victim's abdomen is sliced open and the intestines are then tied to a tree, which is already horrific. But the victim is then forced to walk around said tree until the intestines are completely unwound out of their body. Okay, so first of all, 
how does anyone stay like i mean alive first of all but also awake not passing out from pain and shock and all that uh and how long are your intestines because i think they're pretty uh yeah i think and i this is actually i'm gonna look it up because i'm yeah medical people people, shout shout it out shout it out loud not a kiss reference but maybe it's the large intestines right? um that's the 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 longer one or is that like misleading in the the i think it's no i'm gonna look it up how long are the human intestines in feet oh oh fuck okay um thank you medicine news uh it says research suggests that the combined length of the small and large intestines is at least 15 feet in length the small intestine okay so you're ooh combined yeah, is 15 roughly and the low and the small is what uh, on its own on its own it looks like 9 whoa well, okay, and I see why they they said it's a rough estimate because the small intestine can actually measure up to between, you know, your size and whatnot. Uh, nine to 16 feet. Holy and, crap. And uh, the large intestine is roughly five feet. So you're doing a few laps around the tree. Oh, definitely, because there's a... A mathematical comparison underneath that says the total surface area of your intestines is about half the size of a badminton court. Oh my god. Who makes these comparisons? That's what I want to (laughs) know. That's also what I want to know. My gosh. Uh, But safe to say the moment that they would Cut my abdomen open. I well, yeah, I out. mean, you you think about cramps Hopefully. and shit. Uh, that's a whole other level. Childbirth. It's got to be close to childbirth. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you Ugh. not like puking? Um, also, I just. Uh, like, is your adrenaline so high? Are you in shock so bad that it's not? Yeah. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Or are they like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that that's the fatal walk. Um, and if you think that's bad, um, ooh, I really hope none of you are eating or drinking anything right now. And I, I hope that uh, I can't quite remember if I told you in the beginning of the episode that maybe you shouldn't. And if I didn't, I'm sorry. If I did... It's yeah, this is now. your second warning because um, the fatal walk is not as bad as the blood eagle, which says a lot. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about that now. The blood eagle sounds pretty metal, and it is pretty metal. Can we make a shirt? <gasps> Ooh, yeah. I have some ideas about this. We'll, we'll sidebar that Can we have a metal later. shirt for the show? Because yes, I'm here for that. Yes, I have ideas. Fuck yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a ritual that I saw when I watched the Vikings show, like the original yes. one. 
I'm pretty sure they showed that in graphic detail. Uh, won't soon forget. Yes, they did. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I read about it a little. Well, I mean, I was a weird kid, but I read a lot about Viking history as a kid. And that actually was mentioned in one of the books. Um, and I just was like, and then you don't forget about that shit. And then years later, watching that show, I'm like, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> I know uh, what's happening. I know what's going to happen. The Vikings make sure that you don't forget about the fucking Vikings. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. It's just so like, woof that that you remember them um but the the blood eagle method of torture it is really ritualistic in how it was carried out so again i'm gonna mention this again for you listeners please i really don't think you should be eating or drinking right now and if you do well you have the right of course but uh don't ever say i didn't tell You've you been warned <laughs> that you maybe shouldn't yeah. be for the next couple minutes. But here we go. The person doing the execution would carve an image of an eagle on the victim's back. Okay. Not so bad so far, but... Not so bad. Yeah. Step two is, um, then they sever the ribs from the victim's spine. You are awake for this oh, thing. The mm -hmm. back ribs. Yep. Back ribs. I mean, they make sure you're awake for this. Uh, from the opening, it actually creates like openings because of the cracks and stuff and the severed ribs through your chest and your back and shit. So the lungs actually are easily, or for them anyway, <laughs> easily able to be pulled out and draped over the shoulders to look like wings. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. In the few accounts that still exist of this horrific execution, it seems that this, this method was actually reserved for special victims of the enemy, such, or, I mean, such as royals. Um, but anybody that had a major status, I mean, that was specifically for leaders, um, people who held power. I guess uh, they wouldn't want to waste it on everybody because I can't imagine how long this actually takes because they wait. If you pass out, they will wait until you wake up again. Uh, or they will make sure you wake up. So there is more that we could discuss, but I think, honestly, that's that's a lot. And there's... Yeah. You get the picture. Yeah. You get the picture. And, and honestly, there is just not enough time in this episode to completely cover Vikings and their history. But um, listeners, you might be uh, wondering, like, why the hell did you not even mention Ivar the Boneless? Well, that's because he definitely deserves his own episode and he just might get his own episode later. Um, so we didn't really. Season two. So we didn't really talk about him today, but uh, rest assured, he's probably coming back. And honestly, if you want to know something about him right now, just know that he was even too much for the Vikings. He was too Viking for the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like uh, this guy. Oh. I don't know, like, uh. 
And he was featured. He was featured in that show, Vikings. Uh, and I don't know, like the accuracy of all that. And honestly, I didn't get all the way through the series because I kind of checked out at one specific point. And I'm not going to give any spoilers, but oh. there was a part of the show where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not really yeah. into it anymore." But maybe I should. Finish yeah, it. I think I know where you did. I ended up still yeah. watching it, but I know exactly. I think it just changed. Yeah, and oh, how how hot was the priest early on in that series? I mean, yeah. Oh then God, no, it's sorry. okay. I just wasn't expecting. It. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it to go there. <laughs> I mean, how hot was the priest? <laughs> he was so hot. I definitely have a type. Hey, what you know what? Say? It's okay. I have a type too. The nerdier, the better. Give me a little chest hair. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but before we go, let's talk about some random facts. <laughs> Hallie really likes the priest in the Viking show. Fact one. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, if you agree, yeah, please put feel free it. to... Uh, comment on this private make Facebook. a comment we want to hear it we want to hear who you like in the show because there's yeah who's your viking mm-hmm. character yeah crush i know you've got one i think everybody does <laughs> yeah so uh let's start with how um there there's definitely a common misconception with the image of the viking and of course you're probably thinking of horns so did the Vikings actually have horns on their helmets? No! Only the richest had more elaborate armor and headgear. Uh, most Vikings actually didn't have helmets or armor at all. <laughs> uh, the majority just wore very thick layers of leather. Um, and the only commonality between every single Viking was the fact that they all carried shields. So horns on the helmet. Yeah, the leather is... The leather's a good barrier mm-hmm. too, or just because of uh, it. It seems like it would be harder to penetrate if it mm-hmm. was dried, and like I don't know how they constructed their their gear, but like multiple layers, it would kind of be hard to get Definitely. through that. With yeah, absolutely. So yeah. good on you, good uh, good leather smithing. Um, Viking settlements had been found in America as most of you probably know and there is actually documentation from some um, native tribes that actually tell stories of blue-eyed people so they've been here a while they've been here in and out of time um they had (laughs) and this is also kind of uh they had a liquid that started fire and it's it's just a little bit different than what you might be thinking so they would actually gather a fungus called touchwood and boil it for several days in piss. Yes. Oh. Piss. Mm-hmm. Mm. And- <laughs> how, think how many people it would take to, like, how are you storing all that? How much pee right, are you like, storing? How long are you storing it? How many people are just standing around peeing? Right. That's their job. Like, They're like, you know, oh. 
to make we're, this stuff. We're like just just this amount. Like we we just need a little bit more. Yeah, we're so close. Just <laughs> yeah. squeeze it out. Hey, Sven, you have to pee because we could just use just a little bit more pee. Um, this would <laughs> this whole concoction after <laughs> they let it sit there for a while. Imagine that smell though, too. Just like yeah. I'm like, how long did it take to get to the point of where it was usable for their intended purpose? It had it had to boil for several days, and then I think it got to like a gross. certain consistency in which they, I, yeah, oh gross. Uh, so they're like, okay, yeah, uh, well, let's experiment with this, and this would actually result in a product that was perfect for attacks because, you know. If you're an on-the-go Viking, it was pretty quick to just inflame your enemies. Um, so what what do they do? They just, like, shot it out at their, like, or were they dumping, like, buckets of it? Do you know much on how they actually um, did it? Some people have kind of guessed that, well, they definitely just used it as its own thing. Like, especially for them being seafaring folk, if they were attacking each other or if they were attacking other people on the sea, they would, like, dump some of it in, like, the port or, you know, and then just start shit on fire. Yeah. Um, in other cases, okay. it said that some of their weapons were actually dipped in it. And then, Yeah. Mm -hmm. gross yeah nope um these seafarers love to ski that's probably the most g-rated thing in this <laughs> entire episode <laughs> um it's so I know. random I, I i just can't imagine like you know like hey sven what are you doing this weekend <laughs> now that we're not raiding and pillaging yeah, go how about we skiing. uh you know let's go skiing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. slopes multi-purpose hills you know they're probably doing sacrifices up there when it's you know and then they're skiing <laughs> on it other times oh yeah um they they had lye or a type of lye soap that they used to get rid of head lice um that would actually basically bleach their hair blonde and sometimes they would even use that um, if they didn't have head lice because they wanted to be more blonde. Um, mm -hmm. That's cool. I just assumed they were naturally blonde as a, you know, as a yeah. people. A lot of them were. Like they were just fair haired, yeah. blue eyed. A lot of them were. But I could see why, you know, especially since... Um, when they started really ranging out and gathering more people in that kind of life and social style, um, those people mm -hmm. that weren't fair haired and blue eyed, maybe they're like, oh, I feel like I kind of stick out as like a brunette or something. So they would just like, okay, well, this kind of lightened my hair a little. Let's keep doing it. Um, and, and also, lie is very, very yeah. bad for touching your uh -huh. skin so yeah. there's that and i there are accounts of how like even though they were kind of hygienic they were also kind of like oh they were known to have like skin irritations and stuff like that and it makes you wonder like yeah that explains it <laughs> they're using lie 
Um, that makes sense. Vikings, <laughs> Vikings wouldn't recognize other Vikings from other areas, so they would often attack each other. <laughs> In true Viking fashion. Uh, more of a do now, ask later type deal. And to end on a fun note, Vikings freaking love to party. Like, very much so. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. Like, I mean, they yeah. could honestly probably get really close to putting the Romans to shame. Uh, but honestly, their parties, the Viking parties were probably more brutal. You know? They kind of yeah. give off that vibe. Yeah. And there you have it, my friends. Probably, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say maybe a little less sex than the Romans, but probably not. Mm. It was probably just more like, yeah. I don't know, rough and <laughs> a lot of wrestling. Wrestling and mud and mud and wrestling and, <laughs> yeah. and blood, blood and sweat and blood. then maybe sex. Seems like Viking fashion. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sounds like a uh, a soap opera that needs to happen. <laughs> what if we were to just like start this like parody? Like a rom-com huh? or something like that, but like very macabre, but like so <laughs> like stupid and I think it'd be kind of funny. I'm telling you, that's why we need to start our production studio at some that point. That would be in the awesome. Future. We could have horror, we could have romance, we could mm -hmm. have a lot. <laughs> to make up our own classifications. Yeah. I like that plan. Sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, listeners? You think that's a good idea? <laughs> Should Hallie and I be allowed to... <laughs> to be in charge of a production yeah. company? I think it would be fun. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it would be fun, too. And on that note, Another one well, for the books. On that note, <laughs> yeah. Well, an exciting news. We have, um, I have to do the alphabet in my head again. Uh, we've got a discussion on Waverly Hills mm -hmm. next. Haunted history of mm -hmm. Waverly Hills, which if you listen to the priest episode, we touched on that a bit. We're going to dig into that pretty deep. And then... Uh, have to do the alphabet again. <laughs> no, it's okay. U E W. X. Okay, X. Do you want to tell listeners what we've got planned for? Yes. X? Okay. You've been hearing about this the entire season, and we keep teasing, but honestly, we're about to deliver. We are going to be using X this season as our origin episode, and also. X stands for crossover. We're going to be yes. talking to some lovely so, people over at Cryptids of the Corn. Yes. We're excited. Yeah, because they are actually involved in our origin mm -hmm. story. And um, so we're going to be actually sharing our origin story, how we met, some of the experiences that we have had that are creepy. Um, that we have not talked no, about on the show. We've at been all. saving it. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a good yeah. time. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be weird. It's going to be macabre. It's going to be 
all the things that you least yeah, expect. Absolutely. Especially since uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to everybody that is involved with my experience that we're going to talk about, which I'm very thankful for. Um, so thank you if you're listening to those people um, for opening up and talking about it. But this was the very first time that I got to hear every single person's perspective. And it was even more terrifying this time to know that I wasn't the only one that saw things or heard things. So it's going to be a good time. Stick so around. Stick around. It's, it's happening. happening. And last but not least, if uh, you haven't left a review on your favorite listening platform, we would greatly we appreciate would. that. It's the best way that you can support yes. the show. Uh, just showing us some love on there it helps us to get out in front of other listeners mm -hmm. like yourself. And we would like to continue to do this for many seasons Agreed. to come. We would like so, to party uh, hearty. Just take a few seconds. Party, party. We want to do yeah. live shows. We want to do special events. And that is the best way to, to help us to continue. Agreed. To Plus, we love hearing from you. And we love to hear your feedback. We like to hear yes. what we're doing good. Uh, and you know what? We like to hear what we're not doing so good. A.K.A. Blair. <laughs> if we're not doing so good, maybe just shoot us an email <laughs> at thatsomagob at gmail.com. Directly um, so that we can... <laughs> We can address that, um, you know, personally yeah. and privately, and, and we would greatly appreciate yeah. that as well. Till next, next time. time. Don't uh, go and do the, any bloody eagle. The cop? You know? No, 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 <laughs> no blood eagles, no long walks. Uh, don't put that on your dating profile that you like. What is it called? The long a long, walk? A long fatal walk around a tree. The long fatal walk. <laughs> Do not put that on no. your dating profile. That mm -mm. will not go well. And also, you. maybe not that you like to sacrifice anything to, uh, you know, when uh, you bury your relatives. No, no, no. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. This episode of Macabre was brought to you today by the Akimu. Remember to ask your Mesopotamian doctor today. Four out of five doctors do recommend this. You may be susceptible to becoming an Akimu if you do not check out the macabrepod.com website. Email them at thatsomacabre at gmail.com. Join them on Instagram, their Facebook group, or not join them as a Patreon member. You could definitely be susceptible to becoming an Akimu. You can also be susceptible to becoming an Akimu if you forget to rate or review this podcast. And if you forget to show your love and appreciation for the ladies of Macabre, Thank you.